In a world where tomorrow's blockbusters reign, three millennials look back on our generation's classics, on our generation's classics, our generation's classics, and remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials in the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch our generation's beloved movies of yesterday and review them from our modern adult perspective. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we are reviewing Toy Story. Yes. To infinity and, and beyond. beyond. <laughs> uh, wow, same laugh and everything, guys. 1995, directed by John Lasseter. Written. 1995. Can you? I can't. I know it's so old. It's That's 20, crazy. What is that, 27 years old? <clears throat> I feel like it's, it's been around forever and yet it's brand new. Right. Sorry, continue. Um, original story by John Lasseter, Pete Doctor, Andrew Stanton, and Joe Rant. Ranft, Ranft. Sure. It's a hard one. Screenplay by Joss Whedon, Andrew Stanton, Joel Cohen, and Alec Sokolow. Starring Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, and a ton of other people. So I'm many other people. Name because those are the two main characters. Really. Yeah. <laughs> but they are, but it's such an all, such an all-star cast and a millennial all-star cast. Yes. Can um, we talk about um, Sid? Oh my god! I, I know, I know. I forgot it's Eric Von Denton. Eric Von like Denton. That's, I, I didn't fully register that until this time around, and it's only because after we watched the god awful movie that is Get a Clue, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to, I need to like do a refresher like of a good decom, and so I watched Brink, which nice. is arguably one of the best decoms. Absolutely, all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And so I had Eric Von Denton in my brain. I was like, oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Which is funny because I feel like, like, he. It's funny that he was the villain. Yeah, I feel like they try to get like the heartthrobs to be like the good guy. Um, well, I mean, like, if you think about it, Tom Hanks in 1995, so kind of was the heartthrob for mainstream. Uh, I mean, that's he fair. was. I'm sorry. Yes, you, you are know? right. If you're thinking like like the rom, he was in his rom com phase. He was. I think this was. I read somewhere that he was record it like took several like many years to make mm, this yeah and he would only record lines while he was doing a happy movie oh so i think it was you've maybe you've got mail maybe or or maybe no no, no sorry that was later it was uh, yeah. sleep is in seattle yeah and some other rom-com he did and yep. then he also did philadelphia and some other Ooh, sad movie yeah and he refused to record lines because he had to be like in his head or something that's something fair crazy. that's yeah. fair like he's a proper actor like he i'm sure that he lets the roles get to him you know and so he needs to that makes sense to me totally makes sense to me um and then we even have our return of tim allen and get from you know our beloved galaxy quest yeah dude um, and i was laughing about that because as i was thinking galaxy quest and then i was thinking Buzz Lightyear right? and his galactic, you know, planet, yeah. et cetera. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys, something's going on here. I'm having a moment and an out outstanding moment in my brain. I didn't find this in any of my little research that I did, but for some reason, I remember somebody saying that they had like auditioned for each other's part. I don't think that's right. Cause there was no other way that, I mean, they were built to play those two parts. Yeah. Who knows? Who Honestly. <laughs> who knows what the process was i mean they may have cast them first and then written you know the characters fleshed out the characters or whatever yeah um but um all right anyway quick synopsis serena go 
I was waiting. I'm like, are they going to forget about me? Because nope. I'm okay with that. I saw like a big grin on your face. I'm like, <laughs> nope, going to take her back yeah, down from yeah. that. <laughs> so um, you guys, Toy Story, uh, classic, uh, apparently the first of its time, of its kind in its time, right? Uh, the first, and this is a weird time, you guys. I was reading this and I think I sent you the first Pixar and the most recent Pixar is Toy Story yes. and the newest Toy Story. And I'm like, okay. How many times in our lifetime are we going to be able to say that? I mean, I guess next time they make another Toy Story. I was going to say, Toy Story is such a mega franchise at this point that we can probably say that relatively often. (laughs) I, um, God, all right, I have so much to say, but I'm just going to try and synopsisize this. So, uh, okay, the toys are alive. The toys are alive. The toys are alive. (laughs) It is a children's movie, not a horror movie, (laughs) Serena. It is, but it's a little bit of both. Um, Oh my God. I did. I forgot how much I I love this movie. Um, So uh, Andy is a kid, right? That's his name. Mm -hmm. And he has a bunch of toys and uh, well, they all are alive when the adults and humans are out of the, out of the way the toys will play and they come to life and Andy has a favorite toy, which is, uh, I'm blanking. What's his name? Woody. Sheriff Woody. Yep. Sheriff Woody. Am I, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, he is his, uh, favorite toy and every Christmas or birthday party, you know, kids get new toys, etc. And, uh, you know, they want to make sure that they're not one upped and he wants to remain the favorite. Well, Fast forward, Buzz Lightyear comes into a birthday present. Buzz Lightyear is this awesome, amazing toy that his wings flick out and he can fly and he has all these laser pointing things and, you know, the new and improved, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, Andy, Woody gets a little bit jealous because Andy's spending more attention, et cetera. I don't know exactly. Basically, Andy and his family are moving. The toys are all like, you know, planning on that. And in the midst of all that backstory is, you know, Woody and Buzz, like Woody versus Buzz, like who's going to be the, the most, you know, fav- favorite toy and uh, whatever. They have some chaos ensues. <laughs> they ended up fighting. He threw Buzz out the window. They got lost, whatever. They ended up on a crazy mission, ended up back at Sid's house, the next door neighbor, which guys, I forgot about Sid, by the way. Psycho. Talk about like yeah, seriously. I'm like, excuse me, serial killer next door. How yeah. are you? But the, I, kill, but the killer is that like if he had you know been properly raised, he was actually like really smart. He had an engineering mind. He was like really yeah. creative with how he restructured the du- anyway. I didn't see parents anywhere at Sid's oh, house. Were, there was oh, a, there was I a mean, foot in a foot rest in a chair, but there was no parental guidance. Anyway, Sid's like a whole nother story of of itself, but uh. But yeah, so anyways, whatever. They make this big mission. Finally, Woody and Buzz come together. They work together. They work things out. They can only get back to Andy and his family in time before the move if they work together. And they they both come to that realization. And, you know, they realize they can both be favorite toys, right? They did these crazy things, lots of stunts, this and that. And they ended up happy ending, you guys. They literally buzz Lightyear and to infinity and beyond out of a rocket into the sky and into the car and boom right into the toy box and all was well again and uh yeah and then there's like five more movies after this that we don't know about so all right great good job (laughs) getting to end man well i mean i have more to say but i'm like how do i crunch this into a little under five minutes i got you that's fair (laughs) so i think it's safe to say that the three of us have seen this movie many a time 
mm-hmm. throughout our lives. All of us experience <clears throat> this as kids. I'm sure I yeah. was seven. I was seven when this came out. So I, pr- I may not have watched it when it when it immediately came out, but not too far after, probably. You guys, when I first watched this was way back when it came out late. Oh, oh well, yeah. I probably late 90s. I didn't I like it. Might want to say that I saw it in theaters with my brother. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I would believe that. But this is like the first Pixar movie. This it's was a like a deal. Tot- it was a big it deal. Was, it was yeah. a totally different Can I give a very brief, might be incorrect. So if you really want to know this stuff, please go fact check me. But this is like a, you know, an overview of Pixar. Okay. Real quick, like a couple sentences. Go. So Pixar was called something else. It had some other name that I could have written down, but I didn't. So we'll just say it was called something else. And it started in 1974 in computer animation. Yep. In 1979, Lucas Films. Mm-hmm. It was like a was the parent company, so it was the animation of Lucas Films. Yep. In 1985, Steve Jobs was actually fired from Apple. Yep. What? And became the um <clears throat> like the head dude of Pixar. I've mm-hmm. heard this before, Trey. Actually, and I then think you're right. um like and then of course was obviously hired back by Apple or whatever. Um, And then in 2006, Disney bought Pixar. And then in 2012, they bought Lucasfilms. Right. Because Disney just buys everything. 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 You guys, that is so crazy. I actually read that somewhere. I was reading like one of those kid biography books of Steve Jobs. And that random short time that he spent with Pixar was in there. Yeah, yeah sure. I did. I did know something about Steve Jobs and George Lucas. Like there was something there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah but like, so they started in 1970. Like I said, the original company was 1974 mm-hmm. and it wasn't until 1995 that their first, it was a first feature. They had made shorts and I yeah. think they had like animation <clears throat> in, I want to say right. video games. Right. There's, I mean, there's a lot of different um, things that an animation studio can be working on you know oh yeah and and yeah i'm not surprised that well before this animation was still hand-drawn yeah you know computer technology wasn't at that stage so yeah unless it was probably you know just integrated into it was special effects unless it was integrated into another show into into another movie or show yep but and then toy story happened and really has like like has changed the way like has changed yeah. the industry basically can you imagine like this movie started this whole yeah like you said like it it started a whole other industry within the movie industry yeah can you imagine if this movie had been a flop oh i know like i know and it, they had put a lot of money and in everything into it too um yeah 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 so um okay i appreciate that synopsis as well i had a thought and i'm thinking that Part of the reason that it did so well is what we always talk about is the nostalgia factor. Yeah. So like absolutely. the plot was very simple, very like there was, but all of a sudden you're like, I had Mr. Potato Head. Yes. It was yeah. classic toys. You know, you may not, you know, they couldn't do just a slinky because slinky couldn't be made, you know, anthropomorphized, but they had a slinky dog or, you know, yeah. and then like 
yeah, Mr. Potato Head. And everyone had like a plastic T-Rex that could like oh, yeah. barely move its arms. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and even the um the microphone radio, is that yes. this one or is that yes. the, the second yep. one? Yep. Just all I mean, we, I toys. had that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the um speak and spell. Oh, yep. Yep. I yep. 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 The classic toys. Yeah. So they knew what they were doing. They were yeah. they knew what they were doing. Yeah. So I want to talk about a few things before we jump into the regular questions. Okay. First topic of conversation. I would like to discuss the psychological impact on our generation in terms of the tendency to anthropomorphize and add emotion or look at, sentience look at my biggest to note. inanimate objects. <laughs> yeah. The, the think- biggest word across my entire note is anthropomorphism anthropomorphism yep i think this this movie really impacted our generation as a whole more than arguably any other movie yes because we are an entire generation that put we we add seed of sign we assign sentience to inanimate objects like nobody else does like nobody else does and it's because toy story yep (laughs) yep did you i think you watched community right yes Okay. Do you remember the scene where Jeff is like, I can say that this pencil's name is Steve. And when I do this and break it, you're going to be mad about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It definitely effed me up. Yep. Yeah. Oh Even yeah. I actually have memories of doing that anyway. Like, you know, you, everybody plays. Oh yeah. And stuff As a kid, and- everybody does that. Yeah. Definitely. Especially especially your toys you play imagination and you have a sentimental attachment to certain toys but like it didn't i don't think it grew you know before this movie i don't think you grew up with that and like kept that need to like yeah. you know like oh this soda has a personality or whatever you know like it's i want to say it's because it was never like globally understood or, or globally shared i guess yep you know like i don't know I mean, the example I'm thinking of, like, like right now, one of the one of the most popular movies in theaters right now is Marcel the Shell. Oh. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's a shell, but yeah. you put you put little googly, googly eyes, eyes on, it, on it and have a voice for it, and oh, it is the most darling thing ever. Yeah, that was that was my primary comment. I needed to I needed to start the show. No, it was good. It was good. This movie really really did a number on our. I'm generation. glad you did because I was going to bring it up too. Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention, I feel like this was um, early days for a kid's movie with adult moments or or jokes for adults. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think regardless of whether or not you grew up with this movie, adults can enjoy this movie just as much as kids yeah. for I, different reasons. I actually was going to say something about that, you guys. I enjoyed it more as a 30-something-year-old. <laughs> Then I think I did as a youngling. I didn't remember. I mean, even the opening scene, he's like, this is a stick up. I'm like, why is this so funny? Why? I'm like, this is so funny. And I don't remember enjoying it as much as I did when I was younger. For some reason, I, I never really took to the movie. It wasn't one of those like, you know, Lion King or something where I can watch a hundred times over again. Um, it, but now I'm like, I'll watch the second, third, fourth and whatever the fifth one that's out. Well, and they have a bunch of shorts now too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's it was just like the funny humor where the, the plot is simple and the, the toys are fun. So it entertains the kids, 
but the yeah. actual dialogue yes it's yeah. not in it's not inappropriate humor no, it's, it's like, just like the adult like the the i feel like the most famous one is when um buzz is drunk mr. <laughs> no mr potato head goes over to um gosh what's the pig's name the pig's name ham yeah. ham um, Ham, I, I, I just wrote down that quote because it's yeah the best that, i think quote. that was the because I feel like that's pertinent. And he goes, look, I'm Picasso. And he's like, I don't get it. And he's like, you uncultured swine. You uncultured and of course, swine. It's like, it's, everything's all in misplaced and stuff. Kids don't understand what that is, but yeah. that's a chuckle for everybody else who gets it, you right. know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, 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 I was so pleasantly surprised. I was so tired last night and I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to stay awake from this movie, but I gotta watch it. And I was pleasantly surprised at how it had me laughing. It flew by it. it the pacing was, it felt quick, it felt quicker than an hour and 24 or whatever it was. And, or was it an hour 24 actually? It was yes, short. It was, it was one it of the shortest. Short. Um, it's one of the Pixar's, I think the shortest of their Pixar movies. Maybe that's what it was, is that I was expecting it, it to be like a two like hour it, movie. It's yeah. Very well no. paced. But it was, it was well paced. I was just like, oh my gosh, I didn't. I don't ever remember it being this funny. I don't remember yeah. it being this funny and enjoyable. Yeah. Well, and I, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen have really good chemistry. They work yeah. off each other really, really well. And yeah. they're like voices. Like if you guys ever watched, what was it? Tool. What was that? Tool time home improvement. Yeah. Home improvement. That voice, Tim Allen's voice. Yeah. It's just like, and Tom Hanks, honestly, they're like a household voice. They really are. Yeah, they Even are. though speaking, we didn't see them. Speaking of tool time. In Sid's room, the toolbox yep. has a sticker from Tool Time or something. Oh, does oh it? my God, really? That's clever. I think so, yeah. I mean, I that's classic Pixar is dropping, you know, little yeah. Easter eggs everywhere. Um, I, I think Easter the eggs. most adult joke that was made was one of Sid's toys was a um, fishing line. It was a hooker. <laughs> with legs and it was like sexy oh, legs. yeah. And the name of it was a hooker. Yep. But again, you're not going to catch that if you're a kid. You're only going to catch that if you're right, an adult. Right, right. Uh, I will say, m- the more I watch it as an adult, the more this, the the whole franchise, really, all, all of the mm-hmm. movies stress me out, actually, because they all have very, very strong ticking time, ticking clocks. So it-, it Oh, like, they like have to get home before they move? Exactly. That stresses me out every time I watch this movie. I like I huh. I'm, I'm tense watching it's it. It's like that underlying backstory that you're like you're definitely vividly aware of, but you're also like in this other current story of them, you know, trying to get right away but, from Sid and free. Right. Right. Exactly. Yep. Hmm. I don't remember seeing two, three, four, or the current, which I think is just Infinity and Beyond or something. I want to say it was, it was during COVID time, so it was in the last two years. I did a marathon of all four movies because I had never seen. I don't think I ever saw the third or, or fourth one. I was going to say know, two was solid. Three, three was, was just, and that, but I everybody heard, loved three. I had heard really good things about four, so I was like, all right, well, I want to watch the first three and then go to four. So. I'm really happy I did because four was really solid and it did the storyline that you wanted. Tracy. I know I was going to say, I actually didn't really like four. Um, but my main complaint through the whole of toy story was poor Bo. Yep. So I'm glad that that was resolved. So I actually loved Forky because I really love, um, Tony, Tony. Yeah. Kale. yeah. Oh my God. I think he's hilarious. He kind of, cre- not, not him, the fork or whatever. Yeah. 
kind of like freak me out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's creepy. That's yeah. Forky. Observation. So the toys that Sid makes, quotation marks, um, once he's done making them, they're still functional. Yes. But they never talk. I noticed that. Yeah. Which one? Say that again. Yes. So all of Sid's toys don't talk. Oh, yeah. They're mute, probably from fear <laughs> and abuse. Well, I, and I, abuse. Think I think it's just <laughs> like they're not complete. They're not like... Um, I, I think it's aesthetically a choice there. Yeah. Um, which island, I appreciate. Island of misfit toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, this is one of those movies where I kind of have to stop myself from thinking through the world building too much because it could fall apart a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay with it. All right. Well, let's jump into our favorite parts since we're starting to get into the details. Uh, so what was everyone's favorite part? My favorite part. Wait, sorry. Do you remember having a favorite part as a kid and, and did it change for adulthood? Ooh. Um, no, I think mine stayed the same um, because it doesn't really have anything to do with like the plot or anything. It's I like the big, very beginning when they show him playing like, yes, it was very elaborate pretend like he had yeah. lots of things set up. Um, yep, yep. how they all could live in the same world as one another and like one was the bad guy and and I, I don't know I like and, that whole world and coming from a professional child care provider that's really how kids play I have like <laughs> listened in on the girls playing and I'm just like oh my gosh these kids have imagination yeah like I actually pick this up it's kind yeah. of fascinating to watch yeah kids it's, it's actually it's entertaining too Mm-hmm. no i love that scene too trey i like the opening scene right yeah yeah it's a it's a really it, it had me hooked in right away i was like tired and sleepy and then that scene started i'm like oh yeah i think i like this movie <laughs> i think it was that and just the relatable toys like those were toys that you had like that right. was and at this point those those were literally toys you grew up with right yeah like those like we you know, so you could have had Woody, you could have had Buzz Lightyear. Oh, oh, yes, yes. My, yeah, my brother had Woody, Buzz. He had the race car that was actually a race car. Oh, Dude, yeah. I never felt like fully satisfied with that because I just wanted them to come to life like in the movie. Like I never <laughs> felt satisfied with just having the toys. Well, if you had a Furby, they could <clears throat> oh. come to life. Furbies are creepy as ever. Yeah, they um, are. Can I, uh, was that your... That was my was favorite your, part. That was your favorite part? Okay, great favorite. I agree. I have a favorite part and I don't want to, hopefully I'm not stealing Betsy's, but. I, I'm still the, trying to come up You with guys, one, the scene, can we just like take a moment to like laugh about the scene? Buzz being drunk. Oh, oh my God. And like, Smith. it does crack me up every time he gets I drunk I literally off of tea. was oh, dying. Genius. I was dying. You guys, I was like half like dozy, very tired, cough medicine, etc. And I literally was like, this is hilarious. And, I, then, and then Woody calls with the mom's voice. And I'm like, why is this so funny? Yeah. <laughs> I never took it as drunk. That's really funny that, that you both took it as drunk. I always took it as like a mental breakdown, which it, is fair. It, it probably was what my thought was as a kid was, Oh, yes. he's just having an existential Same. crisis. So for some reason I'm like, no, it, like, it's funny. It's really as funny. It, it, it was only until I was, you know, it wasn't until I was an adult that I registered that it was probably, <laughs> 
probably he, like, t- took, he was he, pretending to be drunk because even took, Woody pulls it and he's like, I think takes you the mug away. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know. So yep, that was a good that's an under undervalued moment I, in the movie. I, so I, I was dying. This is Marie Antoinette and her little sister. Because <laughs> right. they both had their heads chopped off. Yep, of course. Um, I must I I'm I'm trying to come up with a favorite part because i gotta say like i i know we are we keep talking about how we've all seen this movie many times this is actually not a favorite movie of mine it's not like it doesn't have strong i don't have a strong emotional connection to it honestly yeah so it's kind of a whatever you know yeah kind of the same like i remember it and i like the the nostalgia but it wasn't that's, like let's watch this again right that's how i felt when it first came out i was like eh, i could take it or leave it and now i'm like I want to watch the second through the fifth <laughs> and do like, it. I mean, it's worth it. Yeah. But it kind of, I, when, when I did the, the marathon and ran through, you know, one through four, I got to four and I was like, all right, that was good. I'm done. That was, you know, yep. it was and like, maybe not need to watch it again. Right. No. Yeah. Oh, once is enough. I mean, the memories are in our little <laughs> vaults for later. Um, I think my favorite part was uh, the Randy Newman music honestly i mean he had a moment there he a mainstream did. moment with it toy was, story it was perfectly matched with the spirit and the yes. like the feeling of the movie that is exactly correct yes absolutely uh, uh, all i can think of of course is um family guy making fun of it but <laughs> it really it. is like a <laughs> it it just matched everything it did it yeah. did and and he I mean, I feel like he toned his lyrics down for the movie. It's actually a very happy song. Like he does very like, you know, sarcastic songs generally. Yeah. Um, but this was, yeah, this was the stars aligned for this moment. Yeah. You guys, you, you've got a friend of me is, is one of the great movie theme songs, yeah. you know, of our generation. I'm looking through, they really, he really did like all of the songs. There's even, um, some randy newman in monsters which you know another pixar movie which i like um i didn't realize that he was the main music guy i love that song i was like singing along loudly at 9 30 at night <laughs> well understandably <laughs> so um so yeah yeah i think he did his job and it was great as a kid i actually think my favorite parts it's similar to yours trey my favorite parts are the other toys yeah. and the in, and how they all interact when Andy isn't yeah. isn't there. Yeah. So not not the imagination of Andy playing, but the all how the different personalities interact. of all the different. Yeah. Yeah. Because I always I remember feeling for the for the T Rex and being a little intimidated by Mr. Potato Head and loving Ham. He was you know he, he, you could tell he was he would be he would take care of you. He was a nice guy. <laughs> So yeah, I just, I, I remember enjoying those parts. Is there anything you noticed this time that you didn't before? Or like as an adult, like, was there anything that you- Just the adult humor in my opinion. Just the adult humor. Like funny little, like under the, like off the cusp comments and little nuggets that were so, for, the, for the adults, for the parents or whoever. It- I haven't watched this movie. I have watched it since like it came out or whatever, since I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I was paying attention to this where this, where before it was like, I would just be on and I'd be like, okay. So in the house that they're in, because they're in the process of moving, 
there is only one bedroom for the children. I they oh my share God. it. I can't believe you said that because I had that moment this time. I and all that. of a sudden, oh everything made the baby sense. Is in there too. That's the why baby's in there too. That's why she's playing with Mr. Potato Head. That's yep. why Bo is in the same room as her. Oh my God. It, oh, okay. Mind blown. So mind blown. Mind blown I, I'm not one to gatekeep toys. You do you. But I think it was either in later. Now I'm mixing movies. Because Bo isn't in two. So at the end of this movie, she you see her walking down the hall into Molly's room. Yes. And I was like, oh, because for some reason I didn't connect that they moved and now they have different bedrooms. Right. I was like, oh, they're getting... Uh, anyway, the, the the epiphany of that just, I was like... It all made sense. It all made sense. Because I, was I know like, that your biggest issue was where did people... Where did- Bogo yep in two and three yeah we needed to have a wrap up for her yep. which we got in four okay, okay. I got you I, I didn't you. I thank you. thank you for bringing that up I had I guess I didn't really realize but I do remember the baby being in the room yeah I don't think I did I, I like, never I, registered it I just yeah. thought it was like a different shot or something or well, and then it wasn't until like there's there's a moment where they're where Buzz and Woody are both on the bed and you can see the crib in the background. And yeah. Like, oh my God, there's a that's Molly's crib. Yep. <laughs> I was paying attention for it yeah. this time this time because I was like, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold <laughs> up. Wait. Ugh. Um, I'm I'm sure everybody knows this fun fact about Bo. The reason why it's Bo uh, Bo Peep instead of Barbie is because Mattel didn't want um they thought that this was going to be a failure and they didn't want it attached to to barbie mm-hmm. um that is also why they have combat carl and not gi joe mm-hmm. because hasbro also didn't want to be a part of this um this Which reminds I'm me actually, of- i'm totally okay with because like i never had the name brand stuff i always had the knockoff <laughs> that's true you know that's fair um which it reminds me of uh et which we should add that um uh, it's, it's on it's on the list yeah um they wanted originally to have M&Ms and oh, M&Ms that's right. wouldn't, and they wouldn't it. want to be part of this movie and so they, they got Reese's Pieces and there after this movie, Reese's Pieces, they're, oh my God, it skyrocketed. Oh my God. Yeah. This M&Ms opportunity. Miss out, man. Yeah. Um, also a fun fact, because I do love Bo Peep is that the reason they made her Bo Peep is because Hans Christian Andersen has a fairy tale called the shepherdess and the sweep and it's about it's a fairy tale about toys coming to life oh i love that oh my god that's interesting did you read the fairy tale i didn't know Hmm. i'm gonna have to find it though yeah we'll track that down oh i love that that's cute i think those are all my notes actually believe it or not i know that was really 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 quick but i feel like i feel like the thing with toy story is everybody talks about this movie so much that it's hard to say something new about it yep um so yeah it's an awesome movie i i gotta say i mean from the animation standpoint i always will forever love pixar animation. yeah that's how i feel i think that's why i enjoyed it so much is because yeah there was the nostalgia of course that's a huge factor for me um the adult humor something for the elderly folk to enjoy that's not just about the <laughs> animation of the kids and all I, that i i just i don't know i there's something something about it that just I would watch it again like as like a comfort movie you know 
Yeah. I think oh, yeah. that the thing that made this successful was there were things in animation that they hadn't perf- and still to this day haven't perfected. Yep. And the way they di- the directed the movie, they avoided things. So like you didn't really see a- too much of the humans because yeah. they were clearly cartoons. But when you looked at the toy, it looked like the toy, like you right. could grab it. Yeah. Um, but yep. like specifically, they were not very good at hair. Mm-hmm. So both Andy and Molly had short hair. And whenever you saw the mom, she had a ponytail. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, there were parts where um, they weren't good at water. So there was a part where I think Woody gets wet or it's, it's implied that he gets something gets splashed on, but it's just implied the mo- the, the camera yeah. like pans away. Um, so the reason why it's still valid today is because it knew its strengths, it knew its weaknesses, and it shot it to the best of its ability. And you can see the progression of, of that to what we have today, where is just current day Pixar. You mean like the newest toy story? Any current day computer animation is just, you can reach out and touch. But in 1995, this was pretty oh, yeah. dang dang ahead of its time at that time but like, it was the best but, that we had yet so and honestly know it better. holds up it does it does yeah. but because they were smart about it and they it were goes, they were very smart it's the same argument yeah. as jurassic park they knew their strengths they knew their weaknesses they yes. knew where where and when to use cgi and when yep. not to because cgi was not where it needed blue to be. that was that is so off topic okay martini shot would you recommend this movie Yes, of course. Of course. I mean, who hasn't seen this movie? Exactly. Honestly, Honestly, yeah. But you guys, when I went in to sit down and watch it last night, I was expecting full-blown remembering. And I felt like I was watching it for the first time almost. I felt like- Yeah, because you remember characters. You remember moments from this movie. But the the movie as a whole, yeah, it doesn't doesn't stick the way other children's movies do. Which is so weird, right? It's almost like, okay- I forgot all about Sid. I forgot about the moving thing. Like the whole end scene with the race car and the tra- like, I forgot all of that. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. For that reason alone, I would recommend this to, even to people who think, eh, I've seen it once and I'm over it. You know, that might've been 25 years ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like this would be a fun marathon of the, of the movies every, I don't know, five to 10 years. I I'm not gonna lie like I'm interested in watching the next few movies that are out I mean I have the access you know do it why not and it's like a light it's funny Mm -hmm. it's not too heavy and stressful like some of the shows I've been watching I'm just like all right can we give it a rest yeah the the stress like I need a stress-free outlet I guess a lot of movies and shows out there right now are very yeah stressful They, they they're dark or they're just yeah and yeah sometimes you just need some light and airy like i'm doing a rewatch on schitt's creek right now because i'm like you know what i just started light and airy i mean if we're we're on this topic already what um what other movies and shows would you recommend i am watching well if you know me at all you know that i am a sucker for hallmark movies what and what's better than a hallmark movie than like a hallmark like tv show Oh. oh yeah so Virgin River season four oh is back God. on Netflix. I literally almost said Virgin River. 
<laughs> I almost said Virgin River because that showed up. It populated on Netflix. Yep. And Jenny, I'm I think, was watching it. it. And have you mentioned this before? Or did I just imagine that? No, she's I mean, mentioned it before. Been, okay. Yeah. yeah. It literally is the Hallmark TV show. All yeah. right. It's our favorite time of Martini? the evening. Oh, Notes. wait, did we do my right? Did we do our martini shot? Yes, yeah. we all said yes. All Where said was yes. I? You said yes. I said yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do remember this now. Never mind. All right. Oh, honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh, I, I do love that. That's movie. an old school. That's an I, old, I was thinking like about that movie the other day. Why was I thinking about that yeah. movie? Honey, I shrunk the kids. Honey, we shrunk ourselves. I was I love too, it. actually. I think there was an actor who was in it that was in something else I was watching. I think I was thinking of it because uh, because of the... Okay, this is going to be... The reason I was thinking of this is because of the new space pictures we have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. And my mom they started talking right about, now. like, time. And then they started talking about, like, the beginning of the world. And then I started thinking of like, well, where did the big bang start? And then I started reading of this like physics for dummies type book. And then it started talking about how like dinosaurs were big or small. And and, and then I was like, oh, big and small. She really went deep with this. Yeah, I went deep. And then all of a sudden I was like, yeah, like honey, I shook kids, obviously. Oh, I know. (laughs) Here's it was big and small. And then somebody was like, like the whole of the universe was in a tight little tiny little tiny little thing and then exploded all this matter and it had something to do with quarks and of so, course quarks is the name of the dog wow. and I, okay is- tracy the connections you make and the full roundabout here is why we're friends that because is this beautiful. is how my brain works as well <laughs> it makes this crazy giant full circle loop and it all comes back to a point um i just looked it up 1989 Yep. Didn't realize it was that old. I yep. thought it was mid nineties, maybe 93 or four. Nope. Wow. All right. yeah, once you start, comedy. Once you I start mean, watching it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, this yeah. is 89. <laughs> yeah. I, I have, I haven't it seen was, that movie in ages. This is another one. This is when I watched toy story. I was watching things like this as well. It was 89. So I was four. Um, but I want to say we watched it on syndication. Absolutely. Yep. I think I had it on VHS. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, taped off of TV. So it was still the TV version. Actually, no, you know what? I think I might've had an actual VHS. <gasps> I know. Okay, listen. So you know how like, as a kid, you hated having to tape it off the TV because either you were lazy and you kept the commercials or you had to like be on your game and like stop and then hit record again. when it was time to record again as an adult i wish i still had the vhs's of them taped off the tv because i would love to see the commercials so my brother has vigilantly kept this tape that we had for christmas that my mother had taped off the tv for all like the christmas specials yeah vigilantly yeah to a point where it christmas special It, it the tape broke he literally took it apart taped it all back together and put it back in like another VHS like tape. Wow. So it, I think it says Die Hard. It's not Die Hard. It is <laughs> 1990s taped off the television. And part of the fun are these old ass commercials yeah. that are just. 
Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house. Thank you.